Welcome to episode 20 of Breakfast with an Alcoholic. I can't really believe we're here either. We've been at this since March and we're already about to cross 10,000 downloads. That's amazing to me. And that is thanks to all of you. I very much appreciate all of you. This week, we have another very special episode, and I'm going to be talking again with Jane of Episode 9 fame. Jane now has seven months of sobriety and a whole bunch of service positions. She is one dynamic alcoholic, and I'm very happy to catch up with her, and you will be too. So come have breakfast with some alcoholics. Jane, welcome back to Breakfast with an Alcoholic. Hi! I'm back. And you are back. I mean, I guess technically it's more of a coffee with an alcoholic. It is. Two alcoholics. It's iced coffee and a hot coffee. Two alcoholics. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I can't do the iced coffee thing. Why? Um, I mean, I'm allowed, but uh, coffee for me is not a flavor that is good cold. See, coffee for me is not a flavor that's good hot. And also doesn't wake me up as much. It's supposed to be hot. What's new? What is new? So, since the last time I was on here, I had four months. I will now have seven on August 1st. I never imagined that I would be here seven months later. So, it's really wonderful. I um, I host a meeting on Zoom called I'm All In. If anybody wants to join, it's a fantastic meeting. I host, on, um, I host a first step meeting on Saturdays. It's really, really great. I love it. I have two other service commitments. I do hospitality on Thursdays and Sundays at the 79th Street Workshop, which is, as a friendly reminder, the first room I got sober in. Um, and it is my understanding that I may have the opportunity to conduct some of the interviews here at Breakfast with an Alcoholic moving forward. Well, that I believe is an accurate understanding. Yeah. Yeah. So you are gonna, you are going to do some of the interviews going forward, and I'm very excited about that. One of the ideas behind this was just to have more accessible conversations yeah. with people about being an alcoholic, yeah. about alcoholism, because you know, I don't think having to wander into a church basement by yourself <laughs> some evening is the greatest way to discover the program. No. That's me. Yeah. Um, so I think making it accessible, making it easier to talk about. I was having this conversation the other day, um, actually with my sponsor, and, and we were talking about meetings, and I love going to meetings. The work, the part where you get sober, happens on your own with your sponsor doing yeah. the reading. Yeah thinking through things and changing things about you. Yeah. And and you can tell, you know, the people who do the work and go to meetings, fantastic. Yes. The next time I hear someone at a meeting complain about Zoom meetings, and I just frankly do not understand why anyone would raise their hand to talk about how they didn't really like Zoom meetings. Because a lot of people got sober on Zoom. Yes. And, like, okay, I, like I, there are things in the world I don't like, but other people like them. So right. I generally keep my mouth shut. Oh, Randy, you just got me started on a little rant. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> Two things. So, first of all, how I spoke about how I host on Zoom, I'm all in. 
I love the 79th Street Workshop, and it was my home group for a long time, but I can't get to it until 6.15 after work, 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock, whatever. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I need a meeting in the middle of the day, and I'm all in on Zoom 12.30 every day. And so I, oh, I'm guaranteed two meetings, one on Zoom, one in person, every single day. And that's the thing for me that hasn't changed. Like, I've always been a meeting maker since... I came here and when I came into the rooms and um, so that element of zoom is I think so important I, I just I, I think it is such an amazing tool the the prime directive right the primary purpose of every group is to spread the word right and zoom has been a tremendously successful way of spreading the word and if your primary purpose is spreading the word you should be happy about Zoom. Right. I mean, and the world changes. I mean, COVID happened, and, and we needed to get on Zoom, and that was fine. But people, like a perfect example, too, is the 79th Street Workshop Zoom meetings. There was people from Dallas and, like, middle of America coming into this New York meeting, and they stayed sober. I had qualified at Grateful Group. Somebody raised their hand to share back, and they were like, you know, life doesn't get better when you get sober. And I was like... And I let it roll off my back because, you know what, whatever, Grumpy Gill's over there, it's fine. But then you think of the newcomer. And I, within myself, I'm never going to sit on a Zoom meeting or in the workshop or in a basement anywhere and talk about how I want to crawl into a hole sometimes because the point is this program works and I don't crawl into a hole. Are there nights like that? Yes. Yeah, there sure are. But that is not the experience. Otherwise, no. we wouldn't still be here. It's like, no one wants to do that. As long as we're talking about pet peeves. No, sorry, I got really heated. <laughs> no, I mean, I, you know, I feel very strongly, and it's because this is how I was taught, that you qualify, which for people outside of New York means lead a meeting, yes. tell your story, however you want to say it. That the point of your qualification is not to establish what a cool person you were or all the crazy nonsense you were involved in. Right. No one cares about that because we all did it. The point of it is to share how you came into the rooms, how you got sober, and how you stay sober. Right. And if you're following the big book, that generally follows a spiritual awakening, find their way out. Absolutely. And we could all also sit in a circle and talk about how our life sucks, but that's depressing and sad, and I don't want to hear that. I want to hear how you stay sober. thing that is good to talk about, which is... Like just going to means like you end up leading your whole life this way. Yeah. And yeah. is that a little strange at times? Yes, it is. But it generally works out a lot better, I find. Yeah, and for me, it's something that I have to do. I have to make oh, my life revolve around AA. I, I think that kind of accurately summarizes it for a lot of people. Like, it's hard to have sobriety be a hobby. I think it's really important to target, for me, the newcomer, the day counters, the people who are day by day new and trying to figure it out. And, and as you said, also women, because, you know, and you and I have talked about this when you read the big book, the big book is saving my life, but every other word is men and man. No, that, that, that's very true. The experience of getting sober is different for everyone. What you get out of the book is different for everyone. You 
the conception of the higher power that helps to save you is different right. for everyone. Right. And the more different versions of that that we all get to hear, the better. Sometimes it can be difficult to draw a connection to yourself when you're a woman reading this book because we're speaking about men and the way they talk about women is just, I don't want to, Bill W is going to roll over in his grave and I don't want to say inaccurate in a way, but it's just real life shit going on. <laughs> well, I mean, so many, so many things. First of all, I very much agree with you about kind of the, I don't know what the right way to describe this is, but yeah, I mean, Bill wrote the book in the 1930s. Right. He was like a guy of his generation, right, right. to be sure. And it reflects that. Now, I think it's, I think at the same time, don't, I don't want people to get me wrong. Like, I think it's brilliant. Yes. I, I, there aren't many things. I'm a big reader. There aren't many things I read like 90 times. <laughs> and I read Bill's story and I find something new in it every single time. And I think it may be one of the most moving, eloquently stated stories that I've ever read. Yeah. Number two, I'm going to recommend people read John Barth, Lost in the Funhouse, short story. Um, but I think Bill's story is amazing. And if you're interested in getting sober, comparing your story to Bill's story, laying them side by side, and you start to see, oh, shit. <laughs> like, yeah. And, like, I have the same experience. Yeah. And, and, I, and I get that as a young woman you're not going to have the same experience that Bill had. It's going to be different. Parts are going to be the same. Sure. So I, I, I get that. Um, I think, I guess what I was trying to get at, I think the language of the big book is really beautiful. It's certainly a product of the 1930s and the way people talked about yeah. men and women. Yeah. I carry a uh, little mini big book. I love that. Uh, I very much impressed my sponsor the other night because he brings his big flea-bitten, gorilla-taped thing around with him. Oh, my God! And I pull out this very sleek and elegant little mini handheld... You can buy these at the Choices Bookstore on 78th Street. You know, I have to make a stop there anyway for some new sage, so perhaps I'll get Uh, a little mini... They do not advertise on Breakfast with an Alcoholic. Choices (laughs) on 78th Street between (laughs) 2nd and 3rd Avenue for all of your AA needs. That's our sponsorship. <laughs> have an alcoholic friend? Need to buy a 90-day chip? It's the place to go. Only in New York. Yeah. I, that's how I knew I was in the right place. So yeah. I moved here. I'm living in a sober house. I'm trying to get my bearings. I'm wondering, what the fuck happened to me? Yeah. And I'm walking one day, and there is a freaking AA bookstore in New York City. Of course there is. Absolutely. It just tells you. Like, if people don't know this. The Upper East Side of New York City is perhaps the most sober place in the world. Yeah. On the Lower East Side, they have opened a sober dive bar. You can get tea and coffee, but it's a bar for sober people. I was dumbfounded by such a thing. You know, turning you loose and letting you interview people, I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? No, it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh... uh It'll be good. So are you going to do the whole alcoholic lightning round and everything? Yeah, I am. Do you want to do one with me, Mr. Lawyer? Yeah, we probably should do it to train you. Also, I mean, are you going to have your own music? I don't know. Probably should. Yeah, and also, too, 
Like, I want my own little trademark, but I don't know what that shall be. And But I was thinking about it, actually, when you criticized me about my iced coffee. What if my trademark is, like, throw some ice in your coffee? You be you. Because it still sticks with the coffee thing. Because I, I do. I personally love pour yourself a cup of coffee and join us. Yeah, I stopped using that. Why? I don't think it was working. I liked it. I feel free. Oh, I've been using, um, how about breakfast with some alcoholics? That's cute. Come have breakfast with some alcoholics. I like that. Yeah, I don't know. But you be you. This episode, when it is released, will be episode 20. I know. XX. So fun. Yeah. It's very fitting for me. Yeah, we gotta be careful at episode 30. How we, how we promote episode 30. And who and who the guest alcoholic is? Oh my. You know what? I get oh, paid man. to think about these things in advance. That's funny. That's why we're at episode twenty. Um, all right. So you know. you want to try the alcoholic lightning round? Let's do it. I'm ready. Okay. It's time now for the alcoholic lightning round. So my first question for you. This is not very lightning. Zodiac sign. Sagittarius. And you think this makes you what? Not a Capricorn. <laughs> You're a Sagittarius. Interesting. Noted. Um, if you Why had a, is that interesting? Because I knew a Sagittarius once. Well, I think we've all known a Sagittarius once. They were the most lovely person. But I was drinking at the time. So. Okay, well, well, maybe we leave it there then. <laughs> um, if you had a band, what music would they play? Well, you know, it's funny you ask this because this is actually something that I devote time thinking about on a regular basis. If I had a band, and I did have a band very briefly in high school, but if I had a band, we would definitely play weddings. And some of the songs we would play, 100% we would play A Hazy Shade of Winter, like the Bangles version. Mm -hmm. Love that song. We would also 100% play uh, Keep Your Hands to Yourself by the Georgia Satellites <laughs> at a wedding. That's a dream. Do you believe in ghosts, Randy? I sure do. I sure do, and I am pretty certain I have a ghost in my apartment. All right, so I think I think you're going to be fine. Yeah. I think you're going to be fine with this. I am looking forward to this. I am too. I think you're going to end up killing me because clearly I talk a lot, and you're going to have a lot of editing to do, my friend. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Thanks, Randy. All right. Well, thank you. That's another episode of Breakfast with an Alcoholic. I hope you enjoyed it. In fact, I hope you enjoyed it so much that you subscribe. And to make that easy, I put a button down there. You can just push it. Go ahead, I'll wait. <laughs> cool. When you subscribe, you get the daily gratitude list, all of the future episodes of Breakfast with an Alcoholic, the liner notes, the official discography, and so much more. The really great news? You can subscribe today for free. I mean, you're probably also going to be able to subscribe tomorrow for free, but wouldn't today be better? Also, I know it's Alcoholics Anonymous, but it's totally cool if you want to tell your friends about us. It's thanks, F-L-M-S, thanks for letting me share, on Instagram and Twitter. 
and I put another button down there to make it super easy to share. So subscribe, like, share, follow, and I will be very grateful. On a serious note, if you need help or want to learn more, nyintergroup.org has a complete listing of AA resources in New York. And there's an intergroup site for every state and a lot of countries. If you want to ask us, we can try to point you in the right direction too. So that's it. You can look forward to the liner notes for this episode soon. And I'm already excited about the next breakfast. And not just because there are going to be pancakes involved. Until then, be well, stay groovy, go to a meeting, and call your sponsor. Thanks for letting me share.